Hi, welcome to another episode of the D Insider podcast. My name is Sohail Ahmed, your host. And in today's podcast, I'd like to talk about the state of the ICO market. Uh, because last month in September, according to Coin Schedule, we actually had one of the lowest number of ICOs to date um, at 54 ICOs. And although the amount of funding that was raised, uh, just under $1.7 billion, seems to be impressive, uh, five ICOs accounted for more than 80% of the raise. And this is coming off a uh, peak uh, of 141 ICOs back in May of this year. So, uh, you know, the first half we still continue to see relatively good ICOs account as well as funding with the Telegram and a few other massive ICOs. Uh, but since then, you know, the number of ICOs has been precipitously dropping as well as the amount of funding that is being raised has been dropping as well. So, um, and even, uh, you know, the, the September raise was overshadowed by uh, RubyX, which was uh, a cryptocurrency exchange. The ICO raised uh, just under $1.2 billion. So that ICO in itself accounted for almost 70% of the total raise. So, you know, when you look at all these uh, big numbers that are being thrown out in terms of the amount of money that these ICOs have received, you know, do take that into um, account the, you know, the these kind of mega ICOs which skew the total number. So where does that leave the ICO market? Um, is the easy money over? You know, are investors still able to participate and, you know, be able to get 10x or 100x uh, returns on their ICO investments? No, I that market is over. Um, are companies able to raise money as they were um, earlier in the year? No, they're not. And and there's several reasons for this, but um, the key element is that the uh, quality of ICOs that I'm seeing right now uh, and the type of projects that are coming into the marketplace are uh, becoming of a much higher quality, which is good. So essentially, the ICO market is maturing. And the Wild Wild West, uh, which was, you know, the basically from summer of last year to let's say june of this year has uh, now finally been uh, subdued and we are getting uh, the investors are becoming a lot more uh, aware the uh, the investors are you know starting to see the scams much more quickly and the companies that are wanting to do icos are not able to just throw together a uh, 10, 12, or 20 page uh, white paper uh, and be able to just go to the market and raise capital, um, you know, or to be able to put up a, a list of, uh, you know, some fancy names or ICO advisors and be able to raise capital on, you know, on their merit. Uh, people are actually paying attention to, you know, the, the metrics, the tokenomics, you know, how will these tokens, because still most of these uh, ICOs are still trying to, um, you use a utility token model uh, to be able to raise capital and try to avoid or circumvent uh, securities regulation. And that is difficult, you know, you've got to be able to demonstrate, you know, much better um, way that the utility or the, the use of the token is uh, essential to the success of the blockchain platform. Because many of these projects are still not able to demonstrate the product market fit. You know, in conventional funding, 
or in conventional uh, product development, that's one of the key elements that they takes time. You know, you won't necessarily know that until you've actually put the product into the marketplace. And furthermore, you know, the the decline and the continued decline in cryptocurrency prices, such as uh, well, Bitcoin has been relatively stable at uh, the six thousand dollar mark. Um, Ethereum, uh, as of today, is still sitting just below two hundred dollars, and Ether. Uh, you know, Ripple had a yo-yo, you know, it rallied and then it pulled back 50% and I was sitting at about 41 cents. So, you know, anybody that invested in cryptocurrencies, let's say over the past six months, has not really made any money. And a lot of people that actually invested in ICOs using Ethereum, um, you know, haven't really made any money either because most of these ICOs have you know, open if they were lucky enough to get listed on an exchange, because according to, um, was it, um, I think, uh, ICO list or one of these uh, rating um, reports that I came across said that in the first half of 2018, only 7% of the ICOs uh, were able to successfully list on one of the major uh, cryptocurrency exchanges. So that's pretty low. So a lot of people, a lot of investors are sitting on coin uh, which is referred to, uh, excuse my language, shit coins that are not worth anything. They have no um, trading. Uh, they are not able to trade them because they don't have the listing. Uh, there's no platform on which they can actually use the coin. Um, so, you know, they were raised purely on the premise that, you know, a platform will be created, which could take 6, 12, 18, 24 months to build. Uh, at which time there may be some utility uh, for the token, but because most of these uh, ICO investors have invested uh, with the uh, perceived gain or as an investment purpose, you know they're not necessarily looking at using these tokens on the platform. They're looking for a flip or a way to uh, realize a capital gain or an investment gain on these tokens, uh, and that. Uh, is becoming more and more difficult. You know, the investors, the ICO investors, you know, the quick money, the quick gains, the 10x returns uh, in a couple of months, the, you know, those days are gone. And uh, so now you have to look at these as you would look at any venture uh, project or any uh, venture company. Uh, and you're, you know, you may be able to get liquidity sooner uh, or you may not. And I think what's come out of this ICO route is that you know you're going to see better quality of ICOs. You're going to see ICOs that are clearly uh, security tokens, and they are uh, you know coming under regulation, and they're providing some access to uh, a real asset or some form of uh, asset. So you know that will help create some price stability, uh, and that's leading to uh, a new form of coin called stable coins. You know, which are you know linked to some asset and can provide some yield or some uh, relative um, uh, stability and can be linked to an underlying asset. So that way, you know, it's not purely a bet on the success of the blockchain platform. You know that you're uh, buying the tokens for. So I hope that gives you a little bit of a background in terms of what's been happening in the ICO space. Uh, what my thoughts are in terms of uh, where ICOs are heading. Again, it's going to be, I think, a difficult market. I think we're going to see the number of ICOs continue to decline, and we will be able to uh, hopefully see better security tokens that come into the marketplace, um, some stable coins, uh, some asset-backed uh, coins that 
will be actually legitimate investment vehicles for uh, investors that want to access uh, particular assets and they can actually transfer value uh, across borders uh, with little uh, transaction costs. Um, so with that, I wish you a wonderful weekend and uh, God bless and look forward to speaking to you soon.